Happy Thursday. Welcome into the San Francisco 49ers Report live here on Chat Sports. I'm Chase Sr. No matter where you are, how you're tuned in, we appreciate all of the faithful for making today's show a part of your day. As for what we're going to get into, latest Niners injury news, specifically new updates on Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and Trent Williams after they went out against the Cleveland Browns last week and got banged up. With the NFL trade deadline coming up in less than two weeks, we have some Niners trade targets to look into as well. In addition to some Niners trade rumors, some players that San Francisco reportedly could be interested in and make calls on. And then we're going to round out with the mailbag. We want to hear from the Niner gang. So start getting those questions in right now. If you have some good analysis, we can pass that along as well. Use the hashtag 49ers or you can send in a super chat because super chats really support the show and that allows you to skip the line. First though, for the Niners to get back in the win column, coming off that ugly loss against the Browns, we need everybody watching right now to get those SFs in the chat. I'm a good vibes kind of guy, and we have to get the good vibes going here. So give me some SFs down below, and we'll start to give you some shout-outs here. I see Mr. Blaze, Craig, Mike Concho, Daryl Sawyer, Roberto Davis, David Nichols, Ellis 10, Henry, Byron, Jared, Keith, DK, 400, Joey Brown, Henry, the average Niner fan, Shredhead is back, one of our Super Chat MVPs from last week, Froggy's Bounce House, Katie, Rich Hilton, David, Brian, Stephen, Clemente, Lil Geeter. I love to see the viewer participation down in the comment section, and make sure you continue to keep it moving. What allows our live show to move today? Prize Picks. If you're looking to play daily fantasy, Prize Picks is the only app that you should have and the only app that you should use. And we have a great deal for the Niner Gang, up to a $100 deposit match at prizepicks.com/clns. Make sure you use that promo code CLNS for that deal to apply. The largest independently run daily fantasy sports app in North America. It's daily fantasy made easy. You pick two plus players and you choose more or less on their projected stat lines. And coming up on Monday Night Football, Niners on the road taking on the Minnesota Vikings. These are producer Chip's picks. Everybody type Chip down in the comment section. TJ Hawkinson, he likes less than 48 and a half receiving yards. Kirk Cousins, less than 232 and a half passing yards. And Brock Purdy gets back on track more than one and a half passing touchdowns. Get your picks in and get up to that $100 deposit match at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Look at everybody saying chip in the chat. We have Rich, Mondo, Henry, Deshaun, Jarrett, Clemente, Andrew, Robert, Hoopin, Joshua, Mike Honcho, Joey Brown, Vincent, Keith, and everybody grade producer Chip's picks. A, B, C, D, or F, I'm going to give them an A. I think that all those could ring true, and you can win 25 times your money like Chip and I had this NFL season at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Newest Niners injury report. These players not practicing on Thursday, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, Aaron Banks, and Dre Greenlaw. Those are the players who are resting today for that practice session for San Francisco. 
And coming up here in a little while, we're going to go through the latest injury updates, especially on these three all pros here in CMC, Debo, whoa, and Trent Williams, whose nickname is Elite. He deems himself the Silverback. Next up, where are you watching from? I want you to shout out your city and let us know where you're tuned in from. Also, 231 people watching live, only 36 likes. Where are the real ones? And if you are a real one, make sure you hit that thumbs up icon and you like the video. Vincent is in Oakland. DHA Dukes in SoCal. Joseph is in Connecticut. Carlos is in Miami. Shredhead, Crescent City, California. Timothy, Montana. Rich Hilton is in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Huncho, Brentwood, California. Mundo, Iowa. Salinas, California from Jose Saldana. Ephraim Rodriguez in San Jose. Dallas, Texas. Mundo said, unfortunately, Iowa. Not a place that I'd like to live, but... I guess it can get pretty, right? Devin Allen, New Orleans baby. Maple Ridge, Canada from Kelly Moore. Mississippi from Henry. What's cool about this show? It shows you that the Niner gang spans worldwide. We do want to hear from you on the show here today. So, a couple of ways for you to do that. Use the hashtag 49ers. Best questions. We'll try to get featured here on the show. But I'll tell you this. If you send in a super chat, you're guaranteed to be on the show. And if we get up to $100 in Super Chats on this show today, or if somebody sends in a $100 Super Chat, you're a new member of the Goldmine Hall of Fame. Matt Keller getting us started with the $2 Super Chat. That's a real one right there. And we'll pop that up here in just a bit. Fittingly enough, Matt Keller said, I'm about to meet Frank Gore next month here in Jacksonville. Guess what we're giving away during our watch party on Monday, Monday, Monday night football a signed number 21 Frank Gore jersey. So it's pretty fitting that Matt Keller sends in that super chat. All right, we're ready to get rocking. We're ready to talk some Niners. First, though, we need to get to at least 100 likes on the stream before we get started. Tell the algorithm that we're special here on the Niners Report. And let's make this, continue to make it, the go-to spot for the faithful worldwide. 264 people watching live, 71 likes right now. So hit that thumbs up icon, like the video, let's get to 100 likes. I want the faithful to show up, show out right now, and show the bosses here at Chat Sports that Niner fans, they bring it by hitting that thumbs up icon and liking the video. Keith Martin, Henry, Mondo, James, Jenny, Wolfie, Matt Keller, LS10, K-Nuts, Shredhead, Paul Stokes, all members of the recent commenter club. Mike Honcho is also in there as well. We're almost two. 100 likes. Continue to pepper that thumbs up icon, like the video, and we will begin with the great segment live here on the San Francisco 49ers Report as we take a look and break down some trade targets for the Niners going into the NFL trade deadline coming up on Halloween just less than two weeks away. All right, we got past 100 likes. That's good stuff right there. I'm old Greg. I miss Bob Dole. I'm old Greg. The real ones know what that clip is. Absolutely legendary. We'll pop up that super chat here in a little while. But shout out, I'm old Greg. And we're about to start the show right now. San Francisco. Let's talk some Niners. All right.
right, so the 2023 NFL trade deadline is coming up on October 31st and coming up on today's San Francisco 49ers report, some top trade targets for the Niners. How we're going to go about this show here today, we're going to take a look at some of the sellers across the NFL who could put some marquee players on the trading block and also what trade targets make sense specifically for the San Francisco 49ers. And I already know we just started the show. And some people are going to venture down into the comment section and they're going to say two words, salary cap. For those of you saying that San Francisco can't make a move, they don't have any money, false. We have the receipts, we have the information. The Niners, number one in the NFL in salary cap space with more than $40 million. So they can add to what is already a very deep and loaded roster. And remember, the report that we talked about last week on the show that got 120,000 views was this report from Dan Graziano of ESPN. He said, don't rule out the possibility of the 49ers, as tremendous as they already look, adding a player if they think it can make a difference. The Niners have the biggest of goals for this season. They were aggressive last year when running back Christian McCaffrey became available. Remember the Rams adding Von Miller at the deadline a couple of years ago. If an opportunity for an impact guy like that comes along at the right cost, do not sleep on the idea of the rich getting richer in San Francisco. And also keep in mind real quick that over the last few years under Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, the Niners have made a lot of moves going into the deadline. Jordan Willis, Charles Menehue, Christian McCaffrey, Randy Gregory a couple of weeks ago. The list goes on and on and on. So I first want to start off team by team here with the Denver Broncos. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a bad football team. Russell Wilson doesn't look all that good, even though he's playing a little bit better than last year. They invested a lot of money into head coach and Sean Payton. It has not yielded a lot of results this year. They look to be one of the worst teams in the league, and they have a bunch of players who could be available going into the deadline and a couple of players of interest for San Francisco. If you think the Niners need to add depth at wide receiver, how about two options here? Jerry Judy, the speedster, Cortland Sutton getting a little bit older, but more of that all-around wide receiver. If you want to fortify some depth at safety, which I don't think the Niners need to do, Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons, they're also available. The apple of the Niners' eye might be Garrett Bowles, who primarily plays left tackle. If you switch him over to right tackle, I think he makes this offensive line a lot better. Last year in the playoffs, I think San Francisco got dominated in the trenches by two good defenses in Philadelphia and Dallas. And this year, offensive line has been an issue. It was in their first loss of the season against the Cleveland Browns. Garrett Bowles is a really good player. But the dream target, who I've been salivating over, pause, over the last few weeks is Patrick Sertan. Patrick Sertan is the dream target for the Niners. Not just because of how he impacts this team this year, but he can be a building block and a foundational piece for your organization moving forward as well. One of the top cornerbacks in the NFL, and he would form a nasty cornerback duo alongside Mooney Ward. Sertan's pro football focus numbers this year, very solid. Overall grade of 70 and a half, run defense grade of 80.6, pass rush grade of 75.2, although you really want him on that island on the back end. Coverage grade of 66.1, that's not great, but I think that's also a byproduct of the Broncos not really being able to pressure the quarterback. He's a lot of passer rating of 87.7 when targeted. That's my number one trade target 
for the Niners because I think when you project forward, that's a player who could be tremendous for this defense. Still young, pretty affordable. You sign him to a contract extension, he's going to be really good for a really long time at a very important position. Another depth wide receiver could be Hunter Renfro. He has barely played this year and is no longer a factor. For that Las Vegas Raiders offense. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo is injured. Devontae Adams pouted out of the locker room. He's complaining about his role with Las Vegas. Hunter Renfro, as a slot shifty wide receiver in this offense, I'm pretty intrigued by the idea. Only six catches this year, 59 yards, making a little bit of money, I believe, in the neighborhood of about $13 million per year. But because he's not playing at all, could San Francisco get him for cheap? And if that's the case, I'd look into the player for sure. Before we continue to move forward with our trade targets going into the deadline, I want to say thank you to the Niner gang. Thank you to the Niner Empire, and thank you to the faithful. We surpassed 96,000 subscribers, and we're on that road to getting that plaque from YouTube, which is the cream of the crop for all content creators and broadcasters out there. If you want daily Niners content, informative shows to make you a smarter Niner fan and smarter football fan, hit that subscribe button down below. That's our mission, to provide you with the best content here on YouTube. Another team that could sell, Minnesota Vikings. And a couple of trade targets here that I like. Daniel Hunter, defensive end for the Vikings. More on him in a moment. K.J. Osborne, depth wide receiver. And then Jordan Hicks at linebacker. San Francisco's set at linebacker with Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, Oren Burks has been playing pretty well. Demetrius Flanagan Fowles had some moments against the Cleveland Browns. And I like the rookies, too, and D. Winters and Jalen Graham, too, as developmental pieces. The player who might be attractive to Niner fans out there is Daniil Hunter. He didn't come to a contract extension with Minnesota. They restructured his contract this offseason to give him some more money. This is a player who immediately upgrades your defense. He is on the wrong side of 30, but eight sacks this year. He's looking to secure the bag, and because of that, he's motivated, and because of that, he's playing well. With that, we tee up this poll question. Which position do the Niners need to trade for? Is it a position like offensive line? Is it cornerback? Is it defensive line? You let me know in the chat. I'm looking at our live poll right now. 55% saying offensive line, 37% cornerback, 9% defensive line. Kind of gives you a peek as to what Niner fans are thinking. Before we continue to move forward on today's program, Price Picks, the only app that you should be using if you want to play daily fantasy sports. It's easy and exciting daily fantasy, and we have a great deal for you. Up to a $100 deposit match at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. You pick two plus players and you choose more or less on their projected stat lines. You have an opportunity to win 25 times your money like myself and producer Chip. And it makes game days a lot more fun. Here are producer Chip's picks for this week. We're putting the microscope right on chip to see if he can sink or swim. And I got to be honest, I like his picks for Monday Night Football against the Minnesota Vikings. TJ Hawkinson, overrated, less than 48.5 receiving yards. Kirk Cousins, overrated, less than 232.5 passing yards. And Brock Purdy, I think that Brock Purdy gets back on track here. Purdy, more than one and a half passing touchdowns. So you can get your picks in at prizepicks.com slash CLNS, code CLNS 
for up to a $100 deposit match. We're putting that link in the comment section. We're putting that link in the description of this video. And if you like those picks from producer Chip, I want you to type Chip down below in the comment section. Now we venture to the desert. Two players who I want to hone in on here as Niners trade targets. Buda Baker, more of a luxury selection. Zach Ertz, more of the realistic trade option. I've always been interested in the idea of two tight end sets, more 12 personnel, and San Francisco having a legitimate backup tight end behind George Kittle. Because when you put two tight ends like that on the field, and Zach Gertz as well as Kittle, you have one pass blocking option in Kittle, and then a pass catching option in Zach Ertz. It diversifies your offense to a certain degree. Two players here for the Cardinals who have been competitive but could be sellers. Washington now. One player we talked about earlier this week, Chase Young. Stellar defensive end. And then on the other side of that defensive line, Montez Sweat. Going into this offseason for the Commanders, a big decision awaits for that front office under new ownership here. And I think that one of these two players gets an extension and the other might get franchise tag. Or maybe one gets dealt going into the deadline. Chase Young has been injured a lot in his career. Has a lot of name value, of course, though. And this year, coming off of an injury, two injury-plagued seasons, in fact, coming off that torn ACL a couple of years ago, that caused him to miss a lot of 2021, as well as 2022. He's been really good. You take a gander at the top quarterback pressure leaders in the NFL. Great talent here, with Max Crosby leading the way with 38 pressures. Micah Parsons has 37. Aiden Hutchinson has notched 36 through six weeks. Bryce Huff with 34. And there you see... Chase Young, 31 quarterback pressures. Could he reunite with Nick Bosa to form one of the most feared one-two punches at defensive end in the National Football League? We know the Chicago Bears have been an awful football team since they beat the Niners in week one last year in that monsoon at Soldier Field. They have not won a lot of football games. And this year, that story and that trend has continued. So because of that, they're definitely going to be sellers in my estimation Get value back for some players that you might not re-sign or that helps you push along that rebuilding process. Darnell Mooney, a really good backup type of wide receiver, better suited as a two or three. A lot of buzz about Jalen Johnson, the cornerback, being a Niners trade targets. And according to reports out there that I've seen from multiple outlets on the internet, on Twitter, San Francisco reportedly has checked in on Bears cornerback Jalen Johnson, who is one of their best players on the entire roster for Chicago and one of the best defensive players on that team as well. His pro football focus grades this year actually better than Patrick Sertan. Overall grade of 79, coverage grade of 80.8. He's allowed a passer rating of 64.6, 125 coverage snaps, and one pass breakup. These numbers are elite. And some of the same things that I said about Sertan being a building block and a young player, Jalen Johnson has the pedigree. Sertan, first-round pick. Johnson, a second-round pick. Both are young corners who you're probably going to have to sign to a contract extension. Both have good size, good instincts, good length. And I like their coverage abilities. You can put them out on an island. And then lastly, 
whether it's Patrick Sertan or it's Jalen Johnson, you put that player next to Mooney Ward and you put D'Amador Lenore in the slot who's been playing really good ball now for about the last season and a half. That's a hell of a secondary right there with what you have at that safety position already. Another dream target for San Francisco. It is Brian Burns of the Carolina Panthers, the defensive end edge rusher, final year of his deal, looking to secure the bag. And a similar story with a lot of the players who we're talking about on today's show. He wants a contract extension. He's on a rebuilding and bad football team that has grown weary of having to give him long-term money because they're not sure if it makes sense to give a bag to a player like this. Brian Burns, once again, putting together another really good season here in 2023. 20 tackles, four sacks, six tackles for loss, one forced fumble, and zero fumbles recovered. The thing with Brian Burns here, he's become maybe the best Panthers trade target because Jeremy Chin, the safety nickel corner hybrid, expected to be out for about the next six weeks because of a quad injury, and I don't think San Francisco would acquire a player who's on the shelf for that long. A weapon that the Niners could bring in who could help you with kick returns, who could help you have a wide receiver, running back type of Debo Samuel weapon, Cordero Patterson of the Atlanta Falcons. He's only played like 16 offensive snaps this year because the bulk of those carries are going to rookie phenom Bijan Robinson. And then another player that I think is realistic is Jalen Mills. Throughout his career with Philadelphia, now with New England, he's played a lot of safety. He's played a lot of corner. And Jalen Mills is a smart, heady football player that the Eagles valued. And then Bill Belichick valued. They like his defensive mind. They like how he's kind of positionless to a certain degree. He could play anywhere on this team, and he has championship pedigree. If you're still hanging out with us on today's show, real one roll call. Let me know if you're a real one by typing real one down in the chat. If you haven't subscribed, you ain't alive. And make sure you hit that sub button for daily content on San Francisco. All right, who's the real one? Bob Smith, M. Contreras, Henry, Jenny Wolfie, Mondo, Carlos, Shredhead, Casual, Lamb, John Wallace, Jose, Henry Abrigo, Joshua Lawrence, Robert James, Black Mask, I think I am. You kidding me, Black Mask? You know you are, brother. Get the F out of here with that. Lion Fighter, always oh, a real one as well. Matt Keller, DHA Dukes, D'Angelo, Joshanio, Charles Sammons, Gene Washington, Big Hurt, a member of the Goldmine Hall of Fame. Big Hurt's a member of the Goldmine Hall of Fame. Black Mask is a member of the Goldmine Hall of Fame. I can't believe that we're sitting here during a Niners report live, and Black Mask is like, I think I'm a real one. Come on, brother. I'm old Greg with the $2 super chat. I miss Bob Dole. Where has Bob Dole been? I'm very interested to know. And then Gump Wolf, speaking of a Goldmine Hall of Fame member and a real one, High Faithful, Chase, Trizzy, Chip. That is the Niners report crew. Today, it's producer Chip and myself. Gump Wolf! We're hanging out. Gump Wolf, Gump Wolf, Gump Wolf, Gump Wolf. Black Mask is laughing. I'm glad Black Mask is laughing. Don't be tripping, Black Mask. All right. Hashtag 49ers are sending a super chat to ask us anything. We are currently up to about $9 in donations. A couple of more segments left to get to because we're only revving up live on this Thursday. I have Philly's Diamondbacks here to my left. 
We're talking Niners here on the show. It's Friday, Junior. You absolutely have to love it. Coming up next here on the program, latest Niners injury news. First, though, with 443 people watching live, we have 158 likes. Is it out of the realm of possibility to get to 200 likes in the next minute? I'm testing the faithful here. And if you claim to be a real one and you haven't liked the video, you got to hit that thumbs up icon right now. I'm giving you one minute. Niner Babe is back. I'm late, but I'm here. What, what up? up, fam? What up? I hope you heard the what up from producer Chip. Can we get to 200 likes? We're up to a buck 66 right now. The minute clock starts right now, 200 likes is what we're shooting for. How quickly can we get there? And then we'll unveil the latest Niners injury news, especially around Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and Trent Williams. Let's we're go. up to 182. We're up to 190. Can we get to 200 before 30 seconds? Come on. Too easy. It's too easy for y'all. Let's Mondo go. with another super chat. We're up to 193. We're sitting pretty. Can we get to 200 likes? Come on now. Let's get it. Bang, bang, Niner gang, as E40 would say. Bang, bang, Niner gang. All right, 200 likes in 42 seconds. That's good stuff right there. Mondo Lestraca, a $2 donation. Niners, Niners. Niners. Cisco, could you say hi to me? Of course, Cisco. Now, I know it's spelled different, but the OGs know of the artist Cisco. And can you name Cisco's most famous song in the chat? And I'm going to mention your name the first time that I see it, if you get it right. Cisco from back in the day. What's his most famous song? Big Hurt, thong song. Let me see that thong, baby. That thong, that thong, thong, thong. I love the way the beat goes. I love the way the booty goes. That's pretty good right there, right? A, B, C, D, or F. That was awesome. That's an A. Grade the singing. A see, a lot of people knew it, actually. Let's see here. Desmond, good E-40 impersonation. Bag, bag, nighter, cat. Uh, Christopher said the thong song, Lil Dude Wow, Black Mask, Mike Ruthless, Rich S, Relin Powers, Joshua Lawrence, Niner Babe, Henry, Cisco, Matt Keller, uh, Big Hurt, Hot Show, oh no, not the singing again, Ellis 10 with the good emoji right there, the money signs. Some people are throwing those bands when that song plays. I'll tell you that. Joshua Lawrence saying LOL. Shredhead, $5 super chat, 200 likes, please. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Let's go. Matt Keller with the two. Should we go after Derrick Henry's RB2? No, I think it's a little bit too expensive. I don't think he's much of a scheme fit. You run a lot of like outside runs. He's more of a north-south runner now in between the tackles. Like you're basically getting Jordan Mason, but Hulk size Jordan Mason. Jordan Mason has some of that physicality, but not Derrick Henry physicality. That would be a crazy move, and that would give you a very durable back 
in that backfield to kind of take the brunt off of Christian McCaffrey's shoulders. All right, another reminder before we go to segment number two, we're going to be doing a mailbag segment number three, so that's coming up here in about 20 minutes or so. Use the hashtag 49ers or send in a super chat to ask us anything. In the meantime, let's recap the latest San Francisco 49ers injury news as Gene Washington sending in a $10 super chat. We'll get to that after this upcoming segment. But in the meantime, that segment that I just threw up there, we're going to do some injury news right now. Welcome into the show. This is the San Francisco 49ers Report by Chat Sports. I'm Chase Sr. And as always, no matter where you are, how you're tuned in, we appreciate you for making us a part of your day. So many content options out there. So whenever you come over here to hang out, we appreciate you. So according to reports, good news on the Niners injury front as it pertains to the statuses for Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and Trent Williams going into Monday night football against the Minnesota Vikings. First, though, speaking of that game, we'll be back for another watch party in primetime on Monday. We're giving away a signed Frank Gore jersey, and we're also going to raffle off a Niners hat. It's going to be lit. It'll be the best place to experience the game outside of being at Levi's Stadium or at the stadium in Minnesota. So make sure you subscribe, turn on your notifications. Therefore, when we do go live, you will be notified. These players not practicing on Thursday and you look at the Niners' injury report here, you were expecting Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and Trent Williams to be on it and not practicing because at this point, Kyle Shanahan has pretty much said that all three of those, all pros, are going to be day-to-day, and in my estimation, I think they're basically going to be like game-time decisions because you have the Vikings this week on Monday Night Football, then you have the Bengals the following week, then you're by. So if you want to err on the side of caution and be cautious with some of your premier players, do you want to push it as far as their injury goes or give them some rest time? I will say the extra day of rest does help. And then Aaron Banks on the injury report and Dre Greenlaw as well. As for the all-pro players here who all got banged up in that first loss of the season to the Cleveland Browns, we first start off with Christian McCaffrey. And good news here, according to all reports out there, the oblique injury that he suffered, it's all about pain tolerance. The MRI and x-rays came back negative, and all of them were clean. Kyle Shanahan said on Thursday during his press conference that the results of the MRI, very encouraging. The extra day of rest could help him. It could help all of the players. On this injury report, it's wild because since Kyle Shanahan got hired in 2017, the Niners have been top 10 in injury rate, meaning they've suffered the top 10 most injuries in the NFL every single season since 2017. Going into Cleveland, they were very healthy. And then against the Browns, they got banged up. The legitimate question here for McCaffrey, when you factor in the position that he plays, his playing style, and his usage up to this point, should the Niners rest him? Because this San Francisco offense is not the same without Christian McCaffrey as they are with him. As evidenced by since the trade with the Carolina Panthers last year, about a year ago at this point, the Niners have averaged more than 30 points per game. And the only game in the regular season that they've lost while McCaffrey has started against the Cleveland Browns. And you look at the upcoming schedule for the Niners here, you have a winnable game against the Vikings, another winnable game 
against the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Joe Burrow getting healthier and healthier coming off that calf injury, but you should still win that game at home because the Bengals haven't played great football up to this point. And then you have that bye week, week nine. So do you decide to rest Christian McCaffrey against Minnesota, against Cincinnati, and then the bye week, and then then he has about a month to get right? We will certainly see. McCaffrey games missed. He's been kind of pinpointed as an injury-prone player, but really he's only been injured in two seasons. And they were back-to-back -back seasons in which he did miss a lot of time. In 2020, 13 games missed with the nagging hamstring, and then in 2021, missed nine games as well. 2022, question marks, because we will see what happens. What do you think happens? Should McCaffrey play this week? If you're John Lynch, you're Kyle Shanahan, you're this organization, what are you doing with them? P for play, R for rest, chime into the comment section right now. I'm going to chime in and say that Prize Picks is one of the favorite apps that I have on my phone, and it's my favorite app when it comes to playing daily fantasy sports, the largest independently run daily fantasy sports app in North America, and we have a great deal for all of you watching right now. Up to a $100 deposit match at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. This is daily fantasy made easy. The game that I love, you pick two plus players, you choose more or less on their projected stat lines, and here are producer Chip's picks for this Monday Night Football matchup against the Minnesota Vikings. TJ Hawkinson got a bag from Minnesota. He's been a big disappointment. And the Niners defend tight ends well because of how good Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw are, as well as how good the Niners' safeties have been. So Chip likes less than 48.5 receiving yards for TJ Hawkinson, less than 232.5 passing yards for Kirk Cousins going up against one of the best defenses in the league that the Niners boost. And then Brock Purdy. How about two passing touchdowns? I like it, so we both like them more than one and a half passing touchdowns. So get your picks in, and let me know what picks that you submit. Reach out to me, Twitter and Instagram, prizepicks.com slash CLNS, code CLNS for that up to $100 deposit match. It's prizepicks.com slash CLNS. That link is down below in the comment section and in the description of this video. So we gave you the latest on Christian McCaffrey. Now, the latest on Debo Samuel. And you can hear from the 2021 All-Pro after suffering that shoulder injury against the Cleveland Browns. Here's what he had to say to Kay Adams this week. Right now, it's a little sore. Well, kind of a lot sore, actually. Kind of like day-to-day -day right now. It actually happened like the first play of the game. Brown safety Juan Thornhill kind of caught me in the bicep. I never had a stinger before, so I never knew what it felt like. So it kind of went numb for a little minute. And then I got all my feeling back. And then I was just in too much pain to go back out there. We're going to do everything possible to try to get ready for Monday night and just see how it goes during the week. But from Sunday to now, it's way much better than what it was when I suffered that injury against the Browns on Sunday. So that's Debo Samuel talking about his injury and I've never suffered a stinger. It sounds really painful with Debo. This is another injury on top of last year coming into the season a little bit overweight, which he admitted out of shape. His production went down. And since signing that contract, which paid him to be a top 10 wide receiver in this league, a popular conversation among the faithful this week because of another Debo injury. He's been silent really since that Thursday night football matchup in week three against the New York Giants is the fact that Debo maybe hasn't lived up to his contract extension. 
But you look at the overall numbers of what he's done in six games played this year, the numbers aren't terrible, but when you think about what he did last year and what he has or hasn't done this year, you're expecting a little bit more production. I do think Debo is one of those players where, yeah, 20 catches, 302, one receiving touchdown. Sometimes it's not about the production that he puts forward always. It's about how defenses have to account for what he does and the mismatch that he is able to pose to defenses. I know C.J. Gardner-Johnson, safety for the Detroit Lions, said, Debo, you're a running back. You can't run routes. I would cover your ass. I'd lock you down. I don't know. Go back and look at the tape from 2021 when he was an All-Pro. He's a special player. Still think he is a special player. Just needs to stay healthy. Great Debo's play since the extension. Do you think that he hasn't lived up to his deal? It's up for you to decide, A, B, C, D, or F. Lastly, Trent Williams update. The good news is, avoided a high ankle sprain, did not practice either on Thursday, and said that even though he came back against the Browns, he was in a lot of pain. And we saw him kind of struggle against Miles Garrett. Tall task when you're injured with a banged up ankle because Garrett, one of the best edge rushers in the NFL, Williams said, that injury, it did not feel good at all. It's football. I just tried to fight through it for my teammates. They've got a Hall of Fame rusher over there in number 95. That is Miles Garrett, by the way. And I wanted to get back out there so I could kind of help my team to try to contain him. I didn't want to put Jalen Moore in that position. That's secretly like kind of a body toward Jalen Moore. It's like, yeah, I wanted to be out there injured because I didn't want Jalen Moore to be playing left tackle. Jalen Moore did come in very briefly um, after Trent Williams got injured. But yeah, if he's in there for a long period of time, Brock Purdy has to look out for his backside. Trent Williams, after that injury, he did struggle, and he did struggle all throughout the day because of that against Miles Garrett. Garrett won 31% of his pass rushing snaps against Trent Williams. That is the highest percentage given up by Trent Williams in his entire career. And we're talking about a player who is one of the best left tackles of all time. This year, he's putting together another great 2023 campaign. Overall pro football focus grade of 81.9, pass blocking grade of 76.2, run blocking grade of 80.7. Can you imagine Trent Williams on a little bit of a skip out block, blocking you at that second level if you're a linebacker or a DB? I think I might just like fall to the ground and be like, yo, you're coming my way. I'm good. Number 71, full motor ahead. I don't want that smoke. Zero sacks allowed for Trent Williams and only one hit allowed as he continues to be one of the best tackles in the game right now despite his age. So a big matchup on Monday Night Football. San Francisco 49ers, Minnesota Vikings. Who you got at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis? SF for the Niners, M-I-N for the Minnesota Vikings. I do like San Francisco to win this football game, get back on track, and get that record of 6-1. Mailbag coming up next. Use hashtag 49ers or Super Chat to ask us anything. We want to hear from the faithful. So make sure you let us know what you're thinking, what questions you have for us, some analysis that you want to pass along on the program. This segment is all about y'all. I've seen a few of you so far asking questions not using hashtag 49ers. If you have a question, type it in the chat again and make sure to use Hashtag 49ers so we can get it on the show. Otherwise, 
We, we can't get it on the show. Exactly. So a couple of Super Chats came in from Gene Washington and Ramon. We could pop those up. I'm also seeing an alert here that Shredhead, with that $5 Super Chat that we mentioned a little while ago, that was his fifth Super Chat that he's ever sent. So thank you, Shredhead, for that fifth Super Chat. Gene Washington with the 10. Everybody spam G-Dub down in the chat. I'm doing that right now. Don't let me beat you. G-Dub for Gene Washington, that $10 Super Chat. Words of wisdom. Hashtag Trizzy Chops and Cardio Chase. I like that stuff. That's good stuff. It's chip right now, but the chops still apply for Trizzy for sure. Drippy Sports typing that G-Dub. John Wallace typing the G-Dub as well. And then Ramon, $2 Super Chat. Offensive lineman gets us to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you need to fortify the offensive line if you can. Now, a lot of people have asked me, Chase, you've done some trade segments. You've looked at trade targets. Why haven't you talked about offensive linemen? Well, I have. We talked about Garrett Bowles a little bit earlier on. We talked about Garrett Bowles last week. But my thing is, how often do you hear about a premier right tackle or left tackle getting traded at the deadline? Those are players that teams like to hold on to because they're tough to find and they're really valuable players. But I agree, Ramon. Rick Nyers back in the building. Type in G-Dub, the winner of our first ever minor helmet last year. We're getting close to auctioning off our second minor helmet because that bad boy is almost filled up with all of your gold stickers. So mailbag coming up next. Dr. Jaspreet. My man has been a super chat legend here on the show as well. He's using the hashtag 49ers. Get quality man coverage cornerback too. We can stop offenses from quick throws, allow our defensive line to sack the quarterback. Also, I miss Aziz Alshire. He was able to fill in for Fred and Dre. Our run defense, not good last week. How about Dr. Jaspreet bringing the heat here on the show? We talked earlier about cornerback number two. I agree. Now, if your pass rush starts to get home a little bit, it helps the back end job a lot. I talk about that so much here on the show. A lot of people don't really realize that. Um, and then Aziz Alshire, very underrated player throughout his tenure. Like, the Niners had Aziz Alshire, Dre Greenlaw, and Fred Warner last year. That's just stupid talent at that position. And you're completely right. The run defense, not good last week. All right, we're going to get to our mailbag coming up next. Is this one Manscaped? All right, we'll, we'll go presented Manscaped right off the top. Yeah. Hashtag 49ers or send in a super chat. We're up to $30 in donations. Your questions coming up next right here live on the San Francisco 49ers report. Excited to dive in and chop it up with everybody. How about Draco back in the chat? Hope all is well, homie. Good to hear from you. A lot of real ones back in the building here today. It's awesome to see. All right, we're going to round out the live show with the mailbag here. So get those questions in, hashtag 49ers, or send in a super chat. Welcome into the show. Today's San Francisco 49ers report is presented by Manscaped. They have the brand new Lawnmower 4.0, 5.0, excuse me. Let's just start over because it is the 5.0. It's not the 4.0. Bad job by me, Chase. Everybody type F Chase down in the comment section here. F Chase. Look at this new graphic, though. The animation, it's special. It'll take your balls out of this world and take your balls to the moon. 
It's so ingrained in my brain to say lawnmower 4.0, but you just can't get those details wrong. It's like a cornerback not understanding the coverage assignment. You blow that coverage on the back end, I sound like Jake Reepma right now, and it's just no good. <laughs> Type F chase in the chat. Jesse and Drippy said dub chase. Boo. No, F chase. Boo chase. Boo chase. Words of wisdom, Chase the man. John Wallace, love you, Chase the goat, my brother. A salute. All right, take two. This is part of the fun of doing a live show, and we fuck up, we just keep it moving. All right, now, mailbag, coming your way with the lawnmower 5.0. Today's San Francisco 49ers report is presented by Manscaped. You can get 20% off and free shipping on the best men's grooming products. And in a bit, we're going to tell you about the brand new Lawnmower 5.0, which is out of this world, and it'll take your balls to the moon. First, though, make sure you join us for our Monday Night Football Watch Party. San Francisco on the road in Minneapolis to take on the Minnesota Vikings. During our watch party on Monday, we'll be giving away a signed Frank Gore jersey. We'll raffle off a Niners hat as well. It's the best place to experience game day outside of being at the stadium. Our pregame show We'll have fun during our pregame tailgate and pregame show. So let's start to take your questions here on the Niners Report. We begin with Robert James. If we have that much salary cap space, what are the chances of getting Robbie Gold back as our kicker? So throughout this past week, after Jake Moody missed from 54 and then the game winner from 41 on the road against Cleveland, we talked a couple of times about Robbie Gold. He's one of the most popular names in the Bay Area right now. And I never understood why the Niners, with a Super Bowl-ready roster, they moved off of Trey Lance because he wasn't a Super Bowl-ready quarterback and Brock Purdy helps a Super Bowl-contending team, why they decided to mess around at kicker, a very important position which can impact games, as evidenced by what happened in Cleveland. And they went with the rookie who's unproven over a guy who has never missed in his playoff career in Robbie Gold. Now, I don't think that the Niners are going to panic right now and can Jake Moody release him, waste a third-round pick, and sign Robbie Gold. But I will tell you this, that the heat will start to rise, and it'll get hotter within that front office if Jake Moody continues to struggle, and fans are going to continue to bring up the option of bringing in Robbie Gold because of how clutch he's been the kicker that he still is, and the fact that he's still out there and he wants to kick footballs. Matt Keller with the $2 Super Chat. Should we go after Derrick Henry as RB2? I agree with Matt in his thought process of needing to fortify maybe the backup running back position outside of Christian McCaffrey, and that's coming from somebody who's a big fan of Jordan Mason. You all know if you've watched the show. I think that Kyle Shanahan should feed Jordan Mason the football a little bit more. I think he's a dynamic runner. I like the physicality that he brings to that position. He could pick up yards after contact. He's a little bit different stylistically than Christian McCaffrey, and he could break some tackles too. And I think that with more reps, he becomes a better player. He's obviously not Derrick Henry, but I'm also never a huge fan outside of paying a weapon like Christian McCaffrey, not just a running back in Christian McCaffrey, paying that position a lot of money. And Derrick Henry is making a lot of money. Now, in this scheme, sometimes with those outside runs, it'd be difficult for Derrick Henry because he doesn't always have that speed to get out to the perimeter. 
He's underrated in that regard because he still has some jolt to his legs. He's more of an inside runner, though. And with San Francisco, they, of course, run a lot of inside runs. But as a pass catcher, he doesn't really give you much there as far as versatility. And again, he's expensive. So I don't think Derrick Henry, who I think could get dealt if the Tennessee Titans decide to sell, is an option for San Francisco. Just not really a scheme fit for the Niners here. Ramon Mendez chiming in. Offensive lineman gets us to a Super Bowl. Look, if you watch the show all throughout the offseason, in the draft, in free agency, I was really surprised that the Niners did not address offensive line. Like, they went kicker and tight end in the third round over offensive line. Spencer Burford, a little bit leaky so far through six games. Colton McKivitz, a little bit shaky at right tackle. We've seen that right side of the line of scrimmage cause problems and hinder this offense so far. And it is the biggest weakness on this football team, in my opinion. If the Niners were to trade for a player like Garrett Bowles, another solid tackle out there, it just helps them out. Pass protection, running the football, but also when you pit the Niners up against some really good defenses, they've struggled historically the last couple of years because of their lack of investments into that position. So the problem is there aren't always offensive linemen who get traded at the deadline because when there are good ones, teams like to keep on to them. But if there is one out there, I'd be all in if I'm the Niners because that weakness does scare me when you go up against elite defensive lines and elite edge rushers, which you will face in route to a Super Bowl because that's the destination for this organization. Monday Night Football coming up. Who you got? SF for the Niners, M-I-N for the Minnesota Vikings. Get your game predictions into the comment section right now. Looking forward to seeing what you all think. Today's show is sponsored by Manscaped. As I mentioned, off the rip, you can get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash 49ers, promo code 49ers. They have a brand new lawnmower 5.0, which is even better than the lawnmower 4.0. And for all my fellas out there, my gentlemen across the nation, I have an urgent message for you. The brand that took your balls to space is now launching them into the ultrasphere. Introducing that Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, featuring a new cutting edge design and next generation dual skin safe blade for different shapes. It's pretty much a spaceship to take your boys downstairs to the next level. So join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the brand new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra by going to manscaped.com/slash 49ers for 20% off and free shipping. Use that code 49ers so that they know that the 49ers report sent you. Every man knows how scary it can get when going for a close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Producer Chip's girl was in town recently. He came up to me and he was like, Chase, the Lawnmower 5.0, it's a game changer. You can see for yourself, manscaped.com slash 49ers. True story, by the way. Promo code 49ers. We'll put that link in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. It's manscaped.com slash 49ers. Some sleek packaging as well. And you already know about the performance package as well. Great products there too. Garcia Brothers, good to hear from you once again. Hey Chase, whatever happened to Jair Brown? Thought he would have been a part of our rookie sensation list. Yeah, so for Jair Brown, I think that the play of Talano Hufanga, all pro last year, and to Sean Gibson, it's been so good and they've been so healthy that San Francisco hasn't needed to put Jair Brown on the field. But everything that I've kind of heard, everything that I've seen, and everything that the Niners have said, 
rookie OTAs, minicamp, preseason, training camp. He's impressed a lot of people. I think that the plan there for Jair Brown, by the way, Penn State doing a great job of developing pro talent under James Franklin, is that whenever Deshaun Gibson decides to call it quits for an NFL career because he's getting a little bit older and he was kind of day-to-day, week-to-week this offseason determining whether or not he wanted to play, Whenever he decides to retire or whenever the Niners want to move on from him on that one-year deal, Jair Brown is that next safety up. I believe in the player, and I think that with this defensive scheme, with the pieces on this defensive unit, I think he's going to be a really solid player. Little dude, wow. I knew eventually the overuse of McCaffrey would catch up to us. They should have been giving Jordan Mason more snaps. Completely agree. I warned a lot of people out there that, look, You have to stop giving McCaffrey the football this much. It's really hard to not utilize a weapon like that. Pass catcher, runner, in between the tackles, out to the edge, versatile option. You use him as a motion man. Teams have to account for what he's doing, and you motion him to one side, you throw to the other. Defenses at all times when McCaffrey is on the field, they have to account for where he is because he is a home run threat. Let's be real. He's been in the league for a while. He plays a brutal position that is very physical, and it takes a toll on your body. And for Christian McCaffrey, we've seen the last few weeks, hasn't quite had that juice because teams are trying to decapitate him in football terms and light him up. And finally, the injury is caught up to him against Cleveland. We'll see what happens on Monday Night Football. Joseph Kelly should use Christian McCaffrey as a decoy. That's funny that you said that because I was literally just talking about McCaffrey being a decoy. That motion man. I like what Kyle Shanahan has done where they kind of go split back in the backfield with Purdy, Debo, McCaffrey, and then McCaffrey goes out wide. Like the defense then is stretched toward the sideline, and that's when you can throw that quick little seam ball. You can throw something down the numbers. You can run a bubble screen in. You can go jet sweep away from that action. A lot of different things that you could do with McCaffrey and Kyle Shanahan pre-snap. One of the best at that. Mike McDaniel uh, doing a lot of that stuff right now as well. Dr. Jaspreet, one of our real ones here on the show, and a super chat OG, get quality man coverage cornerback too. We can stop offenses from quick throws, allow our defensive line to sack the quarterback. Also, I miss Aziz Alshire. He was able to fill in for Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. Our run defense, not good last week. All right, let's go section by section here. Get a quality man coverage cornerback. I agree. And I think that it just makes your football team better and deeper at the same time. You have Charvarius Mooney Ward on one side, and then you get a quality corner on the other side. And Diamandur Lenore has played really, really good football the last year and a half. A little bit short, though. I like his instincts on the outside. He's had a couple of really good and huge key interceptions last week against P.J. Walker, Dak Prescott um, in the divisional round last year. He's a very good player. But if you have him on the inside and then you have another really good corner opposite of Mooney Ward, that fortifies your defense. I think that the Niners' pass rush can do a little bit of a better job of getting to the quarterback. And if they do that, what does that do? Helps the back end because they don't have to be in coverage as long. And then Aziz Alshire, very, very good and underrated player. What a luxury it was to have. Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, and him, just a fantastic linebacking trio. Drippy Sports, I see a huge issue with Brock Purdy right now. Ooh, interesting. All right, what do we got? George Kittle hasn't gotten any passes. Purdy is putting 
Are wide receivers at risk by throwing to them only, which is hurting them? Purdy needs to throw to Kittle more. I agree that we could see more from George Kittle, and I think that the Niners would benefit from implementing George Kittle more so in this offense. I don't understand how he only had one catch against Cleveland. You're struggling to throw the ball. There's inclement weather. Who's good at picking up yards after the catch? Who can you design and call an easy play to George Kittle? What allows Brock Purdy to get his confidence back up to see the field a little bit easier where he can make an efficient throw? George Kittle. So the game planning last week in the past game, I didn't like it, especially when you're without Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Now, I will say, upon going back and watching the film, they had to use George Kittle on the side of Trent Williams a lot to help on Miles Garrett because Trent Williams was injured and allowed the highest pressure rate of his career in a game against Miles Garrett. So Kittle was asked to block a lot, but come on, you got to get him involved a little bit more, especially on the heels of that hat trick, the three touchdown performance against the Dallas Cowboys. So that does it for our mailbag, but that doesn't do it for our show because I want you to predict the score. San Francisco 49ers on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. We asked you earlier who wins. Now I want you to predict the score. I think the Niners win this one, and I think once again, they put about 30 points on the board. How about Bryant? We lied to you. We have one more question to get to because Bryant, one of our winners of a $500 custom Niners jersey, he too a goldmine Hall of Famer. Hey guys, working grad school has kept me away from y'all. Niner gang, how about Bryant fittingly rounding out our mailbag? Thank you, Bryant. You're the man. Bang, bang, Niner gang. You already know. 